Good morning. So, um, I came on to make this video today. And the reason why I am making this is to just encourage. So, this podcast is going to be called, If You've Ever Failed, Get Up and Try Again. Try, try, try again. And the reason why I decided to make it was because I look at the times that I failed and then I look at how the Lord is blessing me now um, and encouraging me to try, to try again. So let me just give you a backdrop and I'm going to make it as quick as I possibly can because, of course, you can see I'm in class and my class is going to start in a little while. But in the meantime, I'm going to make this video. So <clears throat> a couple years ago, I was in a relationship, um, endeavoring to live a life as a Christian. And uh, so I had left the church for a little while due to some uh, misunderstanding. And, um, and basically, I was in a backslidden position. There's no other way to say it. So I, um, I was dating this guy that I had been dating for maybe about a year before I decided that I wanted to go back to the ministry to be involved or give my heart back to the Lord to dedicate my life back to God again. And so I remember one night we were sitting on the front porch and um, I guess this is like story time. We were sitting on the front porch and we were talking and I was sitting there and he was standing behind me. And um, I can't remember exactly what I said or what I was saying or what we were talking about, but whatever it was, it intrigued him to pull at me enough to say that he was going to marry me, right? So I said, okay, since you said that, then maybe you should know this. I said, I'm going back to church is the term that I use. I understand, and those of you who are Christians know that we as the people of the church. So I said to him, I said, I'm going back to church. And he said to me, if you're going, I'm going with you. So initially, um, I didn't go to the ministry that I attend now. Um, I guess, I guess, in a sense, I wanted to get my feet wet. I wanted to start going back, but um, I guess I wasn't just ready yet to go there. So we started going to um, a home uh, ministry. Actually, his family and my family, that's what they call their home church. Um, so much in the story, but I won't share all that now. So long story short, we ended up going and then we ended up going to my ministry. Um, and... Whew, we ended up starting marriage counseling, and I promise this is going somewhere. We ended up starting marriage counseling because we decided we was going to get married. We decided um, how we were going to go about things, what we we're going to do, and we had started the process. We were taking the steps that we had vowed to take to get to the place we wanted to get together as a couple. Well, it all fell apart. It all fell apart because I really don't know what happened, to be honest. I just know things seemed really good. And then one day they just changed. Um, I could probably give you details as to how they changed and what caused them to change. But in all honesty, I don't know the full essence of what happened. Besides this, and I just found this out, he just wasn't ready. He made a commitment that he really wasn't ready to make. So one day which it was leading up to this, there were little things that he was doing that was starting to disturb me. 
And so one day I went to question him. I went downstairs and I went to question him about an action that he had taken for him to get upset and offended. And literally he got up off the chair, went to the closet and began to pack his things. Um, and he left and he never came back, not to be with me anyway. We're friends to this day or we're, we socialize, but we're not together. And so with that being said, at that time, I was not employed. I was um, drawing unemployment because he was um, partially the provider of the home. And so my unemployment was about to run out. Um, and I think he knew that. I don't know if he got scared and thought he was going to have to be responsible for everything. And that's just something he didn't want to do. So he bailed on me. And so... Um, there again, the next phase started with me on the porch. I was sitting on the back porch and I was talking to the Lord. And what ended up happening was, um, I ended up going to a job fair with my daughter and I applied for a job and it seemed very promising. I found favor with the lady that did the interview process or the hiring or the process to be hired. Um, she was what they call a recruiter. And so there were some things that I was going through that I can't share right now. Maybe in later days, I'll share it in another story. But because of those things, I was afraid about getting this job. So I did some things that I needed to do in order to get the job. And I remember sitting on the back porch and I remember saying to the Lord, I said, Lord, I really need this job. And really that was my prayer was like, I was asking the Lord to help me because I understood I needed the job. I had these kids and I had these bills and life was not gonna stop because this man had left my life. And I knew that my financial aid was going, not financial aid, I'm sorry, my um, unemployment was gonna end. So it was like, I needed it and I needed it in a, a timely manner and lo and behold the Lord came through okay fast forward it's four years later and here I am I am NOT working that job I'm currently in school because of being taken hostage at that job I was able to retire and now this is the place that I'm in today I'm needing a job right well I actually have gotten blessed with the job the Lord blessed me but I'll go on into that. So whew, I ended up getting taken hostage, which caused me not to go back to work. Could have went back, but I didn't. I was able to draw um, retirement and get long-term disability. And so the long-term disability is about to go away. So there again, I'm in a state where I need a job. It's kind of funny because I received a prophecy. And in the prophecy, the Lord was basically telling me he heard me say, he heard me saying that I needed a job. Um, but anyway, I know that I kind of ramble in these stories and I hope that you all can follow along, but it's the purpose behind it, I promise. Anyway, so here I am in a position where life has happened and this is the reason why I'm making this video. Throughout these last four years and the, the years before those four years, I endeavored to do many different things. My heart, the desire to do different things, a passion for things and it just didn't seem to work out. 
But I remember just the other day standing in the kitchen and just looking over things and telling the Lord how grateful and thankful I was. And so it comes to this. I've tried many different things and I failed at a lot of things. But the one thing I remember my pastor saying to me, he said, even though you failed at doing something, it doesn't make you a failure. And that's truth. It may hurt because I didn't succeed in some aspects of my life where I wanted to succeed. But the one thing that keeps me going and that motivates me and that it is a strength to me is the word of God. And there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about how all things work together for the good to those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I can honestly sit here and testify and tell you that I'm one of those people. I'm not perfect. There are still things that the Lord is perfecting. And I pray that when the twinkling happens, when we, we're gone, that I'm really gone when the Lord comes. And I say that with a humble heart because I understand that even now that there's things that need to be perfected in my heart. But I pray that I'm in a place of repentance when the Lord returns or when it's my time to go. But nevertheless, I say this to you that maybe you have failed. Maybe things haven't always worked out the way that you planned or you wanted them to. Maybe people have excelled beyond and past you. Maybe some people have even made you feel bad about where you are and flown at themselves in front of you because of where they are and you're not. And it tried to affect you in a negative way. But I came to tell you that it doesn't matter where you are. What matters is what you do with the time that you have and the person that you are now. So I, I say this to myself. I say that I love the me that I am and I love the person that I'm becoming. And that's truth. I see the growth in my life. I see the person that I was. And then I see the person that I am. And I also see the person that I desire to become, which I believe in my heart that I'm becoming. So with that, I wanted to share with others that if at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. If we only knew the people that are successful, how many times they failed, how many heartaches they had, how many people were against them, how many people they thought was going to support them and walked away from them, but yet they still kept going and they pushed and they pressed and they made it. Some of them had doors open to them because of people that they knew. Um, some of them um, just had people in their lives that loved them and were able to put them and help them get in a position in life. But nevertheless, all of us have experienced some type of failure in our life and in some aspects it has compelled us and in some aspects it has caused us to draw back. But for those of you that have drawn back, I came to encourage you. And for those of you that have compelled forward, I also came to encourage you. For those that have drawn back, my encouragement to you is get up. Don't stay there. If I could tell you the story of everything in my life and how it all unfolded and how I'm where I am today, I just interviewed for a position in the school to become what they call an ambassador. And I said in the interview that I made a vow to the Lord that I will put him in everything that I do. And I said to them, I said that it's either going to open the door for me or it's going to close it. But either way, if the door is open, then I'll walk through. If it's closed, then I'll have to move on. 
but I refuse to put down what I believe because I know that by the grace and the mercies of God, sending Jesus is the reason why that I'm able to say to you, get up. And if first you don't succeed, try, try again. The blessing that I have that is bestowed in my life is Jesus. It's the blood. And I don't want to lose that. But I also want to share that because I know that that's my strength. That's my joy. That's my peace. And that's how I've been able to make it. And that's how I'm able to sit here before you this morning to make this video. For those of you have, who have compelled forward that um, somehow you had it in you to continue to go forward, even when the odds were against you. Um, and maybe sometimes you had um, the support system and some of us haven't. But you did. I encourage you to be a positive influence for someone else that needs to compel forth in their lives. Know that where you got, um, there was some help. And if you can help someone else, yeah, by all means, pay it forward is what they would say. But be a blessing is what the, the word would tell us to do. Um, be mindful of who you sow seed to and where you put seed in the ground at, but by all means necessary, sow the seed. And if you sow the seed on good ground, you, if you are a believer, know that there's a great increase that will sh shall come forth from it. I didn't want to be long and drawn out. I just was compelled and encouraged to share my heart with you. I know that this video may be a little bit of a rambling along and um, I hope you was able to understand and follow me through on what I was trying to tell you. But I wanted to give you just a backdrop of where I came from. I promise you that's just a little minute of it. If I could tell you the whole story, which I won't, you would understand more as to my gratefulness. But I'm just, I am, I'm blessed and I'm excited. And I have to be honest, it makes me emotional when I think about how great the Lord has been and all that he's done for me. It's like, yeah, that's all it can. It's fulfilling. Um, it warms my heart. There's a love and a compassion that comes from the spirit of the Lord. And I even now there's an experience of it. Um, I'm learning that I'm not supposed to be guided by my emotions. That whenever I am compelled to go forward or whenever there's a decision to be made, that decision needs to be made based on truth. And the truth for me is the word. Um, there may be things in, in my life, and you may have experienced this, where I've wanted to do something. I've had a desire to do something. And it seemed like that was the blessing. But I have soon or now learned that what I thought was the Lord wasn't. I based what I thought was God on the way that I felt and the way that it looked like instead of taking the time to evaluate it by the word. I had people that were not saved that I really couldn't trust, but I had them and I thought that they were going to help me because they said things like, oh, baby, if you need me, I'm going to be right here and I will help you do whatever you need to do to drain me, to use me, to take advantage of me. I helped them in what they wanted to do, but the blessing is the Lord opened my eyes and allowed me to see that they had no intent of helping me, that they were going to get all they could get out of me and use me, but they wasn't going to help me. So wisdom said to pull out and back away and not allow myself to be used. If that helped anyone, I, you know, I'm, I compel you to use it and understand that 
we can't base our lives on how we feel or what we see in the natural. I mean, what we see in the natural, it's helpful, but it's not what we should make the decisions on or base, you know, our next move on because the Bible has all the answers or praying and acknowledging and seeking the Lord. And even when you feel or believe that you've gotten an answer, you can go to the word to determine if that was really from the Lord or not. Um, it took me a long time to learn that. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to tell you I've mastered it. It's going to have to be by the grace and the mercies of God. Oh, Jesus left us the comforter. The Holy Spirit is present. So I have to stay connected to the Lord so the Holy Spirit can talk to me to help me be led by the word. Um, it's important that we as believers stay connected. And I'm saying that with a conviction in my heart. Um, there's times when we have to be chastised because the Lord knows that if we keep endeavoring down a road that we don't need to be on, it's possible we're going to run into a ditch, the ocean, a dead end, a murderer, so on and so forth. I'm um, really paraphrasing, but I'm being for real. Like we have to follow the lead of the Lord because he knows what's down the road the next step that we take he knows that there's going to be a snake there or a dragon or a bear whatever and so he compels us to either not go for it or to go for it because he knows what's for it and he knows when we need to be still and he knows when we need to go forward and so even with talking to you right now this is my prayer before the lord Lord, help me to be still when I'm supposed to be still and help me to move when I'm supposed to move. Say, for instance, like this morning, um, I actually need to look. I thought the interview for the ambassador position at my school was at 10. I got here early um, and I went into the area where I was supposed to be interviewed at, but I was going to make this podcast and I was compelled by the Holy Spirit because I saw the ladies in there that were going to do the interview to ask them to confirm that the time was 10 o'clock to find out that it was actually nine. So had I not had the voice or the connection with the Lord so that the Holy Spirit could speak to me, I would have missed the timing. I would have missed the blessing. I would have missed the interview because I promise you, if had it been any later, the favor of God wouldn't have been over me or the mercies of God wouldn't have been over me to go ahead and take that interview and receive that position because I'd have missed it because I can myself, not do this alone. So it's a blessing and it's refreshing to have um, the Lord working on the inside of you and having the comforter as your friend and your help. So I hope this has helped somebody. Um, but yeah, so remember this, this is um, Found Passion Podcast. And I told you that I came to share love and also in order to receive it. So be more than happy to leave a message, leave a comment, and until next time, be blessed. And I hope that you remember that if at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. <laughs>